everyone, welcome to a special episode of Empower Ed Podcast in partnership with the Department of Education International Cooperations Office. And we are excited to bring in um, one of our guests before and only one of the few students that we've welcomed into our podcast. So let us welcome Anselmo Miguel Catalia or Migi or Miguel. Uh, he's here with us because we want to talk more about the Global Student Prize. And of course, uh, we want to encourage everyone, not just in the Philippines, but everyone in the whole world to take a look at the Global T uh, Student Prize and yeah, nominate the best students that you think deserve the prize. So welcome back again to the podcast, Miguel. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello, Sir Jim. I'm back on your podcast. Yeah. Miguel, can you give us an update? I think uh, your last uh, guesting with us was a few months ago, last year. So yeah. how are things right now? What have you been busy with? So yeah, I've been very busy with, as usual, academics, because I am a graduating student on high school. And I am very bus busy with my college applications. And it's about this time of the year. When they will be when I will be receiving my college decision. So I've been very busy with that aspect of my academic life. Yeah. And as teachers, as a teacher, we are all very excited. We know the feeling, but we're pretty sure you've done well in your application. Um, and we're wishing you uh the best, whatever things you want to do after high school or the college that you're wishing for. So, Miguel, let's let's dive in. So, could you tell us about the Global Student Prize? So, yeah, the Global Student Prize. Um, basically it's uh, a one hundred thousand dollar prize given by Czech.org in partnership with the Varty Foundation, who gives the Global Teacher Prize. And the Global Student Prize is given to a student who has been academically excellent. And at the same time, they impact their own communities, uh, the, life, the lives of their peers, and on society beyond. So it first began in 2021, which is last year. And I'm very lucky because out of more than 3,500 nominations from over 94 countries, I was able to become a top 50 finalist for the prize. And I became the first Filipino student to be a part of that list. And I hope that this year, more Filipino students apply or get nominated for the award. Thank you, Migi. And I can I just point out, modesty aside, <laughs> I uh, you are listening to or watching to two firsts in the history of Global Teacher Prize and Global Student Prize. So I was the first Filipino teacher in the Global Teacher Prize. And we are very fortunate, of course, and proud to have Migi with us. He's the first Filipino uh, uh, nom uh, nominee and finalist uh, for the Global Student Prize, which started last year. That was very very interesting because you know last year and even now we're still you know battling the the covid uh covid 19 pandemic and and it's it's great that you've been part of it despite those challenges miki for our viewers and listeners uh what are the most important qualities you know the criteria or things that every student who wants to be nominated i think they can also uh apply themselves right what are those uh, important qualities or criteria that Chegg and the uh, Varky Foundation are looking for well yeah for so first of course you have to become 
uh, academically excellent. Um, of course, as a student, uh, it, it's what defines us. You have to become excellent in your academic endeavors. And then, but besides your academic excellence, you also have to have an impact on your peers. It doesn't matter how you create that impact as long as you do have that impact. Like, for example, you mentor other students, you tutor your peers, or you participate in, um, you help other students apply for college. So things like that, or you can also become uh, an activist or a student leader. So things like that in impacting your peers. That's another criteria for the Global Student Prize. And another is making a difference in your community and beyond. Of course, um, as students, you also have a responsibility to, uh, to apply what we have learned uh, outside the four corners of the classroom. We also have, uh, so for example, this is where you can put on your, uh, your volunteer work or your civic, civic engagement work. So you can put that part of your application in this criteria. And next, we have the overcoming the odds part. So in this, uh, in this pandemic, you can, also, um, you can also put that aspect or whatever challenge you have faced in your life or are you a refugee or do you have mental health problems? Do you have physical problems? So you can put anything that you have overcome uh, in your life. And another, of course, is your creativity and your innovation. So whatever you have done in your projects that may have sparked creativity and innovation, you can also uh, you can also put in your application. Like for example, your artworks, or if you're a writer, you can put your literary works. If you're a journalist, you can put on you can put the newspapers that you've written for, or the online publications that you've written for, or Perhaps if you're, um, if you're an IT student, you can put in an app that you've designed for other people, or you can even put um, becoming a social media influencer in that, uh, in that criteria, in cre creativity and innovation. And I think the last one is uh, fostering global citizens. Of course, as a global student prize finalist or as a global student, as you say, you have to have uh, an impact, a global impact to your peers. You need to become um, a role model and a global, a role model of somehow a global citizen. You, you need to become, um, you need to become a model for change, not just in your community, but around the world. So to recap, we have six criteria. First, is the academic achievement. Second is your impact on your peers. Third is making a difference in your community. Fourth is overcoming your odds. Fifth is your creativity and innovation. And sixth is fostering global citizens. Well said, Migi. Thank you for that clarification and you know, well-explained um, criteria aspect of the Global Student Prize. Um, we're not uh, the Global Student Prize uh, committee. They're not looking for the perfect student, but they're looking for a well-rounded student. Of yes, course, exactly. that's our wish as educators. We're looking for someone who's not just good in academics, but also someone who's um, 
who's also extending themselves to their peers, to their community, and of course, going beyond their immediate community and connecting with other students and maybe other communities uh, in the world. Uh, Miggy, how about, uh, how do you call that? Um, age. Is there an age limit? Oh, yeah. Well, first, you have to, before you apply, you have to make sure that you are qualified for the age. You must be at least 16 years old when apply. As far as I know, there is no maximum age as long as you're a student. And you have to be enrolled in an academic institution or a training and skills program. And actually, even part-time students can apply. So if you're enrolled in an online course, for example, you also have the chance to win $100,000. Okay. Migi, can you repeat what's in it for our students? Aside from, of course, the bragging rights of being the Global Student Prize of the World, what's in it for them? So yeah, well, besides the prize itself, you will have the chance to become recognized for your achievements and the and accomplishments. Even if you become just a top 50 finalist, even if you don't win the prize, you will become you will be recognized by the Czech.org and the Forty Foundation. So even if you don't win, you will be able to showcase your advocacies, not just in your country, but also uh, internationally in the global stage. And speaking of the global stage, if you become a finalist for the prize, uh, and this is one of my favorite parts of becoming a finalist, you will become a member of the Czech Changemaker community. It's a global community of the top 50 finalists where you can share your ideas and even collaborate for a project. And another reason why you should apply or nominate someone you know um, is because you will be given a platform to share your ideas internationally. You'll be part of international celebrations, uh, international discussions, and youth summits, which I believe are very good opportunities just for a student like me. Thank you, Migi. Migi, speaking of you know being nominated, uh, can you tell us, of course, Migi has been nominated. Well, uh, well, we know someone won. I think the, uh, it's... Uh, who, who was the winner last year, Miggy? The winner last year was from Sierra Leone. His name is Jeremiah Thronga. Yeah. Um, Miggy, what was your experience? What happened after, you know, after those things, uh, the winner being announced? Uh, is that the end or were there new doors that, that were open to you? Well, actually, it's a very good point. It has been very fantastic even after the process of being nominated or even after the process of the awarding ceremony, because especially as the first Filipino finalist, it has been very surreal, especially because I'm not from a big school, I'm not from a known university, and I'm from the province. So even just as a finalist, even if I didn't win, bringing an honor like that to your province, to your home is amazing. To think that even a provinciana like me can be recognized alongside Stanford or even Harvard students, it's, it's amazing. And what's amazing is that you're not just recognized along these top 50 students of the world. You actually get the opportunity to talk to them. You have the opportunity to work with them. You have the opportunity to replicate their best practices and bring it to your own community. And that's one of the best parts of being a member of the Changemaker community. You have all of those opportunities. So if you think you have what it takes to become a global change maker, this is, the, this is your sign. You, you should apply now for the 2022 
check.org Global Student Prize or you should nominate someone you know. Yeah, I love, I love Miki that you've been, you know, emphasizing the fact that um, the, the prize itself uh, is not the only thing that, that, you know, that, that one can get if you get, uh, you know, nominated or a finalist. Being given the platform to, to collaborate and to, of course, to amplify your voice as a youth. I think we need it right now, especially in, with, with what's happening in our country, in the, in the world. We need the youth really to, to, to express their thoughts, their ideas, to amplify their voices. Of course, uh, getting from our national heroes, uh, wisdom, uh, ang kabataan ng pag-asa ng bayan. So, yeah. Um, Migi, I have one more point. Um, you mentioned about the fact that it, it opened the door for you, uh, being a provi- provinciano, someone coming from the province. I can relate with that. Uh, but Migi, can you tell us wh- where are you from? Oh, I'm actually from Quezon Province. Yeah. In Santa City, to be exact. And you're studying in? I'm studying in Quezon Science High School, the first science high school in our province. That's wonderful. See, uh, it doesn't really matter where you're coming from. Uh, I've, I've always believed in the saying that your origin, your origin should not hinder you from your success. So I love it. Um, of course, uh, Miggy is part of, of course, of the, uh, what we, we're calling ourselves as the legacy, legacy family, <laughs> family team of the Global Student and Teacher Prize in the country. And, and Miggy is the lone student. So we're looking forward to more students coming in, uh, from the Philippines. But Miggy and I and the rest of the team will be hopefully going around the Philippines for our caravan. So please do watch out. Uh, if you're a public school, uh, teacher, um, please, Please do watch out for an uh, announcement from the Department of Education, uh, Department of Education ICO, uh, to your regional or division offices. We will have a national caravan um, this year, hopefully, uh, as we progress and be better with the pandemic. Miggy, last question, though, and I want you to do much encouragement. Um, no, this is this is second, pala, second. Um, you, how did you prepare? How did you prepare? So when you were, you know, nominated, um, how did you prepare for for for? I I know that when you get nominated, there are a lot of things being asked uh, of you, or from you. How did you prepare for those things? So yeah, like like what I've said earlier. First, you have to make sure that you're at least sixteen years old. And you need to become enrolled in an academic institution or a program or a training and skills program. And even if you're just uh, enrolled in an online course, you can also apply. And but if you get past those qualifications, if you get past those qualifications, you just need some little paperwork to accomplish that. And these paperwork you can actually obtain or acquire from your school. So it's very easy, such as your uh, your grading card, some recommendations for some recommendation forms, and you also have to submit some essays. So it's basically just like applying to a university or a college. So if you're 16 years old and you're in your, and so if you're 16 years old, you're most probably in your 12th grade or 11th grade. So this is the exact time when you can apply for universities and Alongside that, you can apply for the Global Student Prize because it's basically just the same requirements. And considering the magnitude of the 
of the prize, it's very easy to prepare your application. You can do it like in like two to three days, actually. So it, it includes a lot of, you know, gathering um, evidence of what you've been, you know, claiming also, which I think is good. Um, we need to make sure that I think this is also a fair, uh, a fair, not warning, but a fair uh, recommendation to everyone's suggestion. Make sure that, you know, you have gathered a good amount of things. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you were taught already with portfolio making, but. Usually that is being taught, but it includes a lot of, you know, gathering uh, documents, evidence of learning or whatever things, programs that you have done. Um, last question, Migi, as we end. Why should teachers, school leaders, and even other students nominate someone who think, someone whom they think uh, qualifies as a global student prize nominee? So yeah, like like what I've said earlier, even if you don't win the prize itself, you will still be able to showcase your advocacies, not just in your country, but in the international stage. Uh, just like what happened to me, if I didn't win the prize itself, but I got a lot of I got a lot of recognition from the Czech.org and the Varty Foundation, which is amazing because like as a provinciano, as um, as someone who's not from a known school, it's amazing that even if you're not from a big institution, you will be recognized alongside um, people or students from Harvard or Stanford or Yale. And it's amazing that even if you think that you're small, uh, relatively, it's not. It doesn't really matter as long as your passion is there, as long as what you're doing is for the good and what you're doing is true. And of course, another reason why you should um, uh, nominate or apply for the prize is, is not just because solely of the prize, but also uh, to have a network where you can share your ideas, a network where you will be able to learn, a network where you will be able to discuss best practices and learn more from your peers and become a better student, become a better uh, global citizen. Yeah. Thank you so much, Migi. And I love that you ended with the idea of it's not just for the price. The, the money's big, <laughs> but we're not just uh, going after it. It's, I think it's really more of you know, uh, giving yourself also the chance to have that platform and be connected with other students, you know, around the world, not the students, youth, uh, around the world, uh, to become, you know, change makers and, and continue with what you're doing. So thank you so much, Migi. This has been a very great, um, discussion interview with you. A very special episode of our empowered podcast because we haven't published yet our new episode and, uh, it's still on production, but we did love this and thank you to the department of education to the Department of Education International Cooperations Office under Director Margarita Consolation Ballesteros and the whole team behind ICEO who have been really uh, that have been really behind uh, us Filipinos 
in, in the Global Teacher Prize community and the Global Student Prize community also. Of course, shout out to the Varki Foundation and check.org for creating this platform, creating this opportunity for all teachers, um, students, and and uh, school communities around the world and as they continue to put the spotlight on 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 this uh part of our or part of sector of our society so thank you everyone thank you migi uh for being with us we hope i hope to see you in person in a couple of uh months and to personally listen to you as you continue to share your own advocacies as a student and as a youth good luck to your college applications we're hoping for the best so thank you everyone and stay safe we'll see you on the next episode bye-bye